From activism to entertainment, health to nightlife, profiles and courage to travel, and so much more. This is the Jeff Hawker Show, LGBTQ news and lifestyle conversation for the Coachella Valley region. Here's Jeff Hawker on Radio 111. Welcome to the show today. We have a packed program today. We are going to talk about everything LGBTQ. Uh, in fact, I wanted to let, every, let everybody know we just did Leather Pride. We did Halloween. We had an amazing weekend. Um, the Desert uh, AIDS Walk actually blew through all previous records. They raised $380,000. Um Personally, very proud of the Palm Springs Gay Men's Chorus as we sang two songs. We sang This Is Me from The Greatest Showman, and then we sang uh, A Million Dreams. But the chorus was able to raise $11,000, which is a partnership with DAP, and uh, they get a split, about 30% of the net proceeds. And let me tell you, it was a great morning having everybody back in person and just you know of course the glorious weather jeff let me ask you what did you uh, what did you wear when you were singing this is me well we actually have just rebranded the chorus and so now we have these great we we took the logo and we kind of changed the colors a little bit and morphed it a little bit but it says palm springs gay men's chorus on the front okay and then we're uh promoting our holiday show i kind of figured you'd be in like peacock feathers no okay we're, you know we're a gay chorus I know. but we we and save you only wear a red dress once a year yes we save all of that fancy stuff for our shows gotcha. which are holiday shows sparkle jolly jingle is going to be on december 10th through 12th at the annaberg theater but i was going to let everybody know um at the for the leather pride dance we, we uh, worked with desert rose productions uh the old zelda space and it was an amazing party colton ford was fantastic hector fonseca he we flew him in from Brooklyn, um, but they are uh, announcing Hedgewig and the Angry Itch. That's directed by Chuck Yates, and that is going to be this weekend through November 21st, and you can get tickets at DesertRosePlayhouse.org. So a lot going on. Speaking of the man of the hour, we now have on the line Ron DeHart. He is the president and CEO of Greater Palm Springs Pride. You are a busy man right now. Hey, it's a good time of year. So, and it's beautiful in Palm Springs. So busy is good. Yeah. Um, let's just uh, recap just a little bit. Um, you had the candlelight vigil for our good friend George Zander. How did that go? Yeah, we had a really nice turnout. It was uh, one of one of the the best um, uh, vigils I think we've had in the six years that we've been doing them. And and not only is it for us to honor the the memory and legacy of George Sander, but it's to uh, to honor and 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 raise awareness for all victims of crimes of hate. Um, so it's nice to come together as a community and uh, we lay the wreath. Uh, each year over at Tokwitz and Kali and Cilia and uh, lay candles uh, and, and let that uh, be a tribute for, for Pride Week. And you are a commissioner for the city of Palm Springs for human rights. So how does that all tie in? 
Uh, well, the Human Rights Commission doesn't have a formal role in uh, Pride uh, Festival activities, but the uh, commission certainly marches in the parade, and they have for many years, and they'll be back again this year. You have... Uh, people don't realize how much goes into planning events. You know, I do. I look at other people's events, and I'm always in awe of, you know, you're constantly changing, growing, making Greater Palm Springs Pride better every year. Tell us a little bit about the footprint. So the footprint is uh, a little smaller than what we've seen in the past. Uh, this year, there's two zones, two event zones will be set up. One is on Arenas Road between Indian and Kale and Celia. Uh, so that's the traditional Arenas Road block party area that happens during Pride. And then the other event zone is downtown on uh, Palm Canyon and going toward the art museum or toward the mountains, all those side streets and the new city park. So it's a, it's a, um, the footprint encompasses downtown for one event zone. And then the second event zone is arenas where entertainment starts uh, Friday night at both locations at 5 p.m. runs to uh, 10.30 on Palm Canyon and 11.30 on arenas. Uh, we have the Robin Party uh, tribute uh, band, our uh, DJs um, offering a tribute to the sensational Robin. And uh, Jody Watley will headline on Palm Canyon, and she'll be joined on stage with um, Shannon. Let the music play, Shannon and Jody. Um, I'm sorry, Jeannie Tracy. Uh, so a night of entertainment and fun in. Uh, one big thing that's really exciting about Friday night is we're having the lighting of an art installation that uh, will uh, take place at about 5.55 on Friday night. The entire community is invited to come out. This is all free. And uh, we will light the golden or the global rainbow, which is an art installation that's never been on the West Coast. It's been in 19 uh, countries around the world. And uh, it will be lit, and it will uh, be a, a rainbow that will hover above Palm Canyon from Amato south to the mountains. So it will be a sight to see something beautiful. Uh, everybody's invited, and like I said, it's free, so come out have a great time. So is that something that's projected onto the mountain? Uh, it's, um, the, it's a light sculpture is how the artist uh uh, talks about it, um, and she has created the this um, the laser seven lasers that project the colors of the rainbow flag, which Gilbert Baker created. And this uh, they're the same colors that Gilbert Baker originally designed in the flag. Um, and um, the lasers will project over the stage at a motto and hover above the street um, on Friday night. And then again on Saturday night. That sounds fantastic. Kind of reminiscent of the what San Francisco does where they install the pink triangle up on Twin Peaks. You know, it's very iconic and it gives people that feeling that pride is starting. 
Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, this will be fun because it, it brings art into the forefront during Pride Weekend. And uh, Palm Springs is, is really be, uh, doing more and more for art and artists. So this is just a, ga- a great way to showcase, um, you know, art in Palm Springs. And it, it just fits right in with the Pride theme with the rainbow colors. And, and having a rainbow above Palm Canyon all weekend is going to be fabulous. Now, the new park just opened a couple weeks ago. They did the ribbon-cutting ceremony. Give us an idea on what people can expect at that park. That's the DAP health stage this year. And give us an idea of what will happen. So there's entertainment all day long on the new park stage. And uh, it starts at 11 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so uh, we'll have uh, we'll close a little early in the park on Saturday, uh, about 8:30. So folks have time to get to the main stage to watch um, the Third Eye Blind and their full concert uh, set that will take place on the main stage, the Effen Vodka main stage on Palm Canyon. But in the park, you're going to see um, Art of Pride. So local LGBTQ artists will be displaying uh, some of their work. And we will have uh, exhibitors will be uh, throughout the park. So we're using all of the park for our exhibitors, our beverage lounges. And then more exhibitors and sponsors will be uh, by Maryland. And then we have a uh, altitude lounge is what it's called right behind the Kempton where we will have a DJ stage set up and a lounge area. The Beam Garden, as in Jim Beam Garden, will be on that street and um, we'll uh, be playing uh, music all afternoon long from traffic out of L.A. They will uh, take two hour sets all afternoon on Saturday. It's so nice to have that park done because I remember a couple years back that you had to put in all these platforms and AstroTurf and it was really kind of jerry-rigged, but it, it looked good and it worked. It just was difficult. Yeah, it was it was definitely a challenge. You know, it was putting uh, ten pounds of potatoes in a five pound sack, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was just it was just too much. Uh, but we had to work with what we had. And this year, uh, you know, the new park is just beautiful for people who haven't seen it. And and it's really going to be fun to see the the exhibitors in the park and and live music on that stage all weekend long. So I think people will enjoy themselves. And of course, Maryland's right there in the middle of it all. Uh, you know, she'll be lit in rainbow on uh, on Saturday uh, night, so uh, that will be a sight to see. Also, um, and again, it's free. So admission to the Pride Festival in Palm Springs is free. We do ask for donations, so we have gateless tickets that people can can get a gateless ticket on Facebook or the PSPride.org website and those gateless tickets every donation that somebody makes uh, or every ticket that somebody buys makes it possible for somebody else to access the pride festival and allow us to keep the festival free well and it's really important you know it's it's basically a fundraiser for the greater palm springs pride organization and uh, you know i'm proud to be a part of it and every year i mean there's a lot of anti-bullying campaigns that happen throughout the year you know it's also part of the um harvey milk diversity breakfast i mean some of the funds go to help support that um so you just do a great job of supporting the community in general 
Well, you know, pride organizations across the country and actually around the world really are are, are focal points for community and uh, the community organizations. Um, and it, and it, it typically is a, the weekend where community organizations have incredible outreach activities in their community. Fundraising events occur around pride in communities across the country. Uh, so pride isn't just about the pride organization. Uh, pride is a platform that many organizations uh, benefit from through exposure and introducing themselves to the community and fundraising. And, and uh, that certainly applies here in Palm Springs, and uh, we're excited to be part of that platform that impacts so many of our local pride or our local nonprofit organizations. So, give us the hours again for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, Friday night, the coming out celebration in downtown on Palm Canyon starts at 5 p.m., and the entertainment runs until 10:15 uh, on Palm Canyon. On Arenas, it starts at 5 p.m. on Friday night and goes to 11.30. Then Saturday, uh, both areas open at 11 a.m. and Arenas closes at 11.30 and Palm Canyon will close at 10.30 after the Third Eye Blind concert presentation on Palm Canyon. And then Sunday, both areas open at 11 and close at 6 p.m. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait personally, and so glad that you came on and uh, we provided a platform for you guys. Yeah, thanks for helping get the word out, Jeff. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. That was Ron DeHart. He is the CEO and president of Greater Palm Springs Pride. We look forward to a great weekend. For more information on everything going on, go to pspride.org. You're listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111. Next up is Craig Ramsey, fitness expert, author, and spokesperson for the Palm Springs Pride Run. Lesbian. Gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. The Jeff Hawker Show, casting a brilliant rainbow of diversity on Radio 111. Now, here's Jeff. Our next guest, Craig Ramsey, he is known for a variety of different things. Fitness expert, author, he's been on multiple reality TV shows with his husband, um, and an incredible ballet dancer as well. I'm just always in awe of you, Craig, on your multi multitude of talents. Oh, Jeff Hawker, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you, thank you. I just I saw a picture of you and your husband, and I guess some kids and stuff of Scooby Doo for Halloween. Yes, uh, my very talented husband is a celebrity hairstylist, as you know, uh, but the listeners might not know of him. Uh, he's incredibly talented also at the Halloween preparation. So uh, his sister, Bree, and her wife and uh, their 10-year-old adorable uh, son, my nephew, Ryder, um, they moved here recently. So we got to do a, an actual authentic trick-or-treating with a child and no better way than to really make an impact by being the Scooby-Doo gang. And I think, I think we nailed it. So check it out on socials. It's my, my latest post. 
you um, before we you're here to promote the uh, front runners and walkers pride run coming up before we get into that so what's going on with you um, you know I know you still train a lot of celebrities and you know since you've moved to Palm Springs give us give us an idea what's going on in Craig Ramsey's world yeah, well, my world, like so many other people's during the pandemic, has certainly um, been affected and uh, and altered. Uh, so I'm just kind of trying to find my group as a new resident as well of Pump Springs because I moved here or decided to move here a month before the pandemic started, but uh, officially moved in in September last year. Um, so really, my, my initiatives have been to get to know the community uh, that I have loved as a vacationer um, and visitor, but now as a fellow resident. Uh, and the history of Palm Springs. And I think from there, I'm kind of navigating where I would fit in uh, in the fitness and wellness realm, um, which uh, I think I really feel that there, there's a calling for my stretch, a reason to wine, uh, my stretch class paired with wine tasting in the city. That's what I'm hearing. I'm listening to the people. So I think that that's going to be my next initiative and offering for wellness to people. Well, I've got some extra Sonoma Cotrera that we could, you know, do a class on. I got the stretches to perfectly pair with the notes of that. <laughs> yes. So you and Brandon, your husband, you've been on some really great Bravo shows. You were on, the first one was Thintervention, then Newlyweds the first year, and then um, you've also done some stints on Shaws of Sunset, um, who, you know, you and I worked with her, um, Mercedes, Mercedes. Uh, mm-hmm. at the uh, Palm Springs Health Run. Uh, do you guys are you guys still connected and still hang out together? Oh yes, Mercedes is one of our near and dear friends, and uh, we see her often. And as as everyone knows, LA is just a short ja- jaunt away. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, interesting. You started with some great shows on Bravo, but I think we've also <laughs> been on some disastrous ones. <laughs> uh, so you know, Thinnervention was a great experience. If you'll remember Jackie Warner from Workout Fame, um, and uh, that that was a really great way to uh, for me to be introduced to the reality world coming from a Broadway background, um, where people care more about my lines, which I've never <laughs> never been a, a part of. Um, in the acting world. Um, and that was more focused on my career. And then newlyweds with Brandon and I was focused on our first year of married life together. Uh, really, if they were smart about it, they would have focused on marriage after your first year of wedding bliss. Um, because as anyone that's married knows that that really produces the challenges and to make a marriage fresh and, we have certainly made that work. And then Shaws of Sunset, I, I definitely took a hiatus. Uh, it wasn't even an option for me uh, last year because I love Mercedes. So do you. You know her well, as you said, from uh, the events that uh, that she has hosted uh, with me. Um, but uh, really, I don't trust a lot of those cast members. And uh, They're really volatile. Them. I mean, they get violent on that show. And they were friends of mine, and I, I, I personally have really had an emotional roller coaster with a lot of them. That is the most authentic reality show out there because the majority of them, except Mercedes, of course, are nuts. And uh, so, I uh, during a pandemic, I'm not going to be seen maskless with those people if I don't trust them. What does that say about me trusting them during a pandemic? I will, however, right. if if they do have another season, which they absolutely should, because uh, they do make great TV. Um, then I will support Mercedes however she needs, however she sees fit, and uh, will be there to support her. 
Well, and you've done such a great job. One of the things you do with a lot of your clients is you help them not only mentally, but physically and, and train them how to eat right based upon the activity that you're training them with. Yeah, and their mental health, I think, especially in the pandemic, I'm noticing um, that uh, a lot of people that I, I do consultations online with, it's more about uh, rearranging their headspace and uh, allowing um, the past couple of years and the guilt associated with maybe extra additional weight or whatnot to be a thing of the past. Uh, we need to move on. We're talking with Craig Ramsey, fitness expert, and he's the spokesperson for the Palm Springs Frontrunners and Walkers Pride Run coming up. When we come back, we'll talk more about that. If people want more information on you, what's the best website? Well, it, on um, social media, it's Craig Ramsey Fit on Instagram, and I believe Craig Ramsey on Facebook. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111. Desert Cities A to Z on LGBTQ. This is the Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111. Welcome back. We're talking with Craig Ramsey. And uh, John suggested that I spell your name C-R-A-I-G-R-A-M-S-E-Y so that people can find you on all your social media. And I know you're like the social media guru. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's uh, it's spelled like Chef Ramsey, Uncle Uncle Gord, as I say. Oh, that's right. It's R A M S A Y. Yeah, I think I put an E in there. So you are the spokesperson for the Palm Springs Frontrunners and Walkers. Tell us about that. Yeah, I'm really, really grateful that they asked me to return this year as uh, the ambassador for the Pride Run coming up uh, next week or this weekend. Ah! It's in less than a week. Um, I know. A couple days. Yeah. I know. November 6th, Saturday, in person this year, 8 a.m. start. Um, that's joyous. That That's really great because as uh, most people that partook last year, they know it was uh, virtual only with the pandemic. Uh, and this year, we have the best of both worlds uh, because the virtual was such a success last year and brought this community together and all these people that can't make it to Palm Springs or wanted to somehow be connected to Palm Springs and get to know Palm Springs. They can still do the virtual race from the, the Pride Weekend the 5th to the 7th or please if you can do it in person and come see me and uh and let's do it well and the weather this time of year is perfect cool mornings for great for running yeah it's perfect and the whole setup of of this uh race although we call it a race it really is a, a charity benefit fundraiser for the center here in the desert and the uh, transgender health and wellness center and uh, it, it takes you uh, through the beautiful historic neighborhood of the old Las uh, Palmas so uh, it, it's just a great way for our community to get together and and celebrate movement and uh, and our pride yeah what, what what is the location again and can people sign up on the day of the race 
Yeah, they can't sign up on the day of the race this year, unfortunately. No in-person um, registration, but they can do it on Friday, the day before, um, during the uh, pickup uh, for people that have already registered their shirts and such at the LGBTQ Center. Uh, so on uh, 1301 North Palm Canyon uh, Drive. And um, the race, uh, go on palmspringspriderun.com and it, you can uh, look at the course map and where we meet uh, up and it will have all that valuable information. Is there any partners or sponsors that we should promote? Uh, there's tons uh, that are on the uh, palmspringspriderun.com, like the ACE, uh, who I think they just do amazing support for our community, and uh, Contour Dermatology, We Randy um, uh, Weimer, Realtor, uh, we, we triangle in uh, inner value or valley uh, health plant, uh, the Crockett Law Group. There, there's so many on there, um, but I appreciate all of them, and I appreciate everyone that has registered. It really does make a huge difference. Uh, this year, we I'm thrilled to say that we have a record-breaking registration year uh, with the combination of virtual and in-person. Well, I think everybody is just eager to get out. You know, we sold out for the leather uh, pride dance. We sold out for Halloween. And, you know, I think that because we're so highly vaccinated here in the desert, I think people are feeling more confident about going out. Yeah, and they certainly should for this because uh, our problem, our Palm Springs Front Runners group is very brave within the, the franchise of the uh, Front Runners because they add walkers. And why they do that is because they're so inclusive of all people and at uh, all fitness levels. So uh, I know it's been a pandemic. It's been difficult. We haven't really gotten out that much or exercised. So I really encourage people to partake because it is a very supportive environment. Don't get scared off by the name <laughs> of race or run. You are more than um, encouraged to walk it there's so many health benefits to that and really this race too is special in in a, in a way because i've been able to talk uh, about dedicating and uh, honoring people i'm a huge supporter of our allies for supporting us and i think pride uh, in particular this race this year is a great opportunity to honor and uh, in memory of uh, or honor someone um, that is has been supportive of you and your community. I'm certainly doing it for an uncle of mine that I unfortunately was never able to meet because he passed away in 1980 at the age of 28. He was gay and a pioneer, and I finally get to be able to recognize and do this race for him. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's always great to do things in honor of people. I always get this question in my events. Can people bring their pets? You know, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. Um, maybe it has it online, but that's a really good question. I will find out and I'll post it on uh, the uh, PS Front Runners um, Instagram page. So the website, again, is palmspringspriderun.com. And again, if people want to find out more about Craig Ramsey, what do they do? Craig Ramsey Fit on social media and uh, also check out PS Front Runners Instagram page. Uh, they're, they've been very generous with allowing me to do some um, takeovers and uh, hopefully I'm not embarrassing them. <laughs> oh, not at all. You're always so much fun. And I always love oh, thank the, you. I love the sweaty post the sweaty pictures and videos you post online. <laughs> I mean, come on. It, it's you have runners. to. We, There's got to be yeah, some gratuitous, right? 
Exactly. We're in Palm Springs. We like to have fun with this. Uh, this Pride is the most easygoing, inclusive, and free. It's one of the, uh, in fact, I think it's the only free Pride left uh, in the whole country and the yeah. last Pride of the year. So, And yep. we are uh, very unique in being able to do it in person here. So if you can't be here in person, certainly partake by a virtual registration for $35. That is necessary funds for us to raise uh, for our community. Again, thanks for coming on the show, Craig. The website is palmspringspriderun.com. Jeff Hawker, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. And you as well. Our next guest, David Gray, he is the co-founder of the LGBTQ Plus History and Archives of the Desert. He's going to tell us all about what that is. How are you doing, David? I'm great. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing fantastic. Now, this is an inaugural exhibition, and you, you with some other really key people in the community, have decided that you really want to honor and cherish and preserve our LGBTQ history. Yeah, it's really important, I think, that, um, you know, Palm Springs stands out as one of the uh, most welcoming uh, LGBTQ communities in the country. And um, Hey, know, David, of- are yeah. you on a speakerphone? Yeah. Yeah. You can you get? Not, yes. Can you get off, please? Okay. Thank I'll you. Look. Is that better? Much better. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, Palm Springs, you know, stands out as one of the most welcoming LGBTQ communities um, in the country, and um, people move here a lot. And um, uh, you know, now it seems like you know it's very easy to be gay here, but. Um, um, things weren't always that way, and I think it's great and important for us to kind of um, collect and archive the various things that were here and helped make um, our community what it is today. Who is the brainchild behind all of this? I guess I'll have to confess it's me. Yay! Um, <laughs> Um, I, I had worked on a project like this in Boston, and when Stonewall's anniversary was rolling around, and I went to a 40th anniversary uh, dinner for the Desert Business Association, it got me to thinking about, wonder what we really have here. And it turns out that we didn't really have a lot of historical stuff um, either saved or archived, certainly in no one location. So I talked to the Palm Springs Public Library, where I had been a trustee, and um, the Historical Society, and a few others. And um, it seemed that in order to tell the full story of Palm Springs and the greater surrounding area, that um, we needed to begin to um, acknowledge people who had been gay and lesbian, as well as um, those that had set up many various um, organizations, both social as well as, you know, for the community, there might have been health organizations, et cetera, um, and um, what that meant. And so we pulled together some people to do that. We've set up a sort of a chronological timeline where we um, are kind of pulling a few um, key things from those from various decades and going to present them at an exhibition along with some memorabilia that we have been given so far. Well, I'm happy to see that Street Bar is one of your partners here. Did you get some things maybe from Dick Haskamp's estate? Um, Well, um, I don't know if they came from Dick Haskamp's estate, 
Um, <clears throat> we did get some um, things from uh, Street Bar. They are celebrating their 30th anniversary this year, along with several other organizations. Um, and they were um, the first bar on Arenas Road. They weren't the first bar in Palm Springs, but they were um, on Arenas Road uh, first. And so today that's kind of the kind of thought of as the gay strip between Indian Canyon and El El Cielo, I think it is. Anyway, um, so now most of the businesses on that street are LGBT owned and um, catered to that community, but um, uh, didn't always, wasn't always that way. We just had Ron DeHart on from Greater Palm Springs Pride, and we're talking about George Zander. Um, He you know, of course, did most of his work up in the San Francisco Bay Area, but then came here and become a leader. Um, will, will we be able to see some things or, you know, um, artifacts from his legacy? Well, he is mentioned in the exhibition, but um, at this point, I don't have any personal um, artifacts or things from him or his uh, husband. So um, as as uh, I had mentioned earlier to other people, um, this is kind of our inaugural exhibition. So people are just hearing about it and um, hopefully we will be able to get people to um, donate things that um, they no longer wish to have or they wish to have kept um, for research purposes or um, a safe keeping place. And that's what we're hoping to design. And actually within the last um, week, we had a gentleman who had some um, old um, bar T-shirts from bars that are no longer in existence here in Palm Springs, and he was going to sell them on eBay. But when he found out about our project, he took them off eBay and is giving them to the archives. So we'll have some things um, that we didn't have only a, a week ago. Yeah, it's truly amazing. You know, for the Leather Pride Weekend at the formal dance, I did the auction, and I had a piece that was a vintage from, like, er- early 80, 1980s. Uh, it was a signed lithograph of Tom of Finland, and that piece went for, like, $2,500. And, you know, it just makes you think, you know, how much of our history is you know, just out there in the community. And when you pull it all together, it's it's just so much more impactful. Yes, that's true. And um, <clears throat> and one of the things that we really are trying to do um, is um, take publications that used to be here that are no longer being published or no longer in existence. And in the future, we'll be trying to scan those so that people can research them and uh, see what was here. Um, you know, in the 70s and 80s. We're talking with David Gray. He is the co-founder of the LGBTQ History and Archives of the Desert. When we come back, we'll get all the details on when you can see this inaugural exhibition. You are listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111. listening to the jeff hawker show from radio 111 live from palm springs here's jeff 
We are in conversation with David Gray. He's the co-founder of the LGBTQ History and Archives of the Desert. You've got an inaugural exhibition coming up this weekend. Tell us all about it. Yeah, sure. I, I, I thought I should also acknowledge one of my other co-founders, Julie Warren from the Palm Springs Public Library, who's put in a lot of work on this. And the exhibition is going to be at the Wellwood Murray Memorial Library, which is uh, the downtown library at uh, the corner of Palm Canyon and Talkwitz. And um, it'll open on Thursday evening at 6 p.m. and then runs um, Friday and Saturday from 10 to 5.30 and Sunday uh, noon to 5.30. And um, the exhibition will, is uh, going to be, uh, you'll see kind of um, uh, various uh, highlights of individuals, events, things that sort of made um, Palm Springs history um, over the decades, as long as well as uh, you know some various um, uh, mementos and publications and other kinds of things that um, we have collected so far for the project. This is a free event, and it's a perfect location for Pride because everybody is right there. And, you know, people can just walk in and enjoy the space, which that that Wellwood Library has actually been. When was it redone? Like three or four years ago? Um, It reopened in 2014. I mean, it seems like only yesterday, but it's been a few years. Yeah. And it's a beautiful space. Um, And one of the way one of the real reasons that this project could actually happen is that when the city did re. Uh, model that building it made archival storage in the building in the basement and one wing of it that the historical society uses and therefore this that these objects can be kept there in a safe and protected environment and not in somebody's garage where you know water and fire and other kinds of things can um, destroy them so they're in climate controlled environment so that they will be protected and cataloged yeah, I was going to say, you know, here in the desert, you'd want a space that's cool in the, you know, in the basement. Well, yeah, it has to be more than just cooled. It's it's all air airtight security. Oh, great. Oh, so you have storage lockers and stuff down there. Well, it's not a storage locker. It's a museum quality. Fine. Just uh, keep correcting object. me, David. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a place where one could keep uh, newspapers without having them yellow and t- get turned bad. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so uh, do you have someone working, well, obviously Julie, who worked with the library, but do you have somebody who has worked with museums and stuff that can kind of teach you all of these processes? Well, um, one of our other co-founders was um, an archivist with the Historical Society, unfortunately, due to COVID. Um She's no longer in the desert, so um, at this point we don't. But um, as we continue to go forward, the Historical Society is a partner with us, and um, we anticipate that as this project moves forward and we raise money, that we will be able to perhaps hire an archivist to do a certain project for us. Um, Obviously, we don't anticipate hiring staff immediately, but um, on a project-by-project basis, we may hire people to do certain things for us. Well, and it takes time to build a collection. 
Um, we uh, just pulled up the Desert Sun, one of Radio 111's partners, Br- uh, reporter Brian Blue Sky, just did a great story. Um, so if you look up LGBTQ history, Desert Sun, you'll you'll see the story that was just in the paper. Right. And that I, I was alluding to the fact that earlier that we're going to start scanning um, uh, gay publications to put in an archive. But there is an archive here in California run through the library where you can um, search. And the Desert Sun is one of those publications that we were able to search. And um, they were a great resource to go back and look about what they reported on uh, various activities. Um, They reported on the first gay pride that took place 35 years ago. They reported on almost every event that um, happened that um, we have been able to fill in the blanks because um, stories were written and we were able to um, find out what people said and thought at the time. Well, and, you know, Palm Springs was a very hedonistic society out here. You know, a lot of actors from Hollywood would come out to Palm Springs because they knew they could do it outside of the watchful eye of the paparazzi in L.A. and be openly, really kind of a lot of people were kind of openly gay out here, but people didn't know. Yes, that's very true. But, um, you know, as as early as the... Uh, late 60s and early 70s, um, uh, hotels and restaurants and bars um, began opening up that catered to um, gay tourists. And um, so for the same reasons that Hollywood stars came here, people wanted to come here and enjoy the sun and the desert just like everyone else. Now, if you want to go to the exhibit, uh, it is going to be at the Wellwood Library. That's right at the corner of Tokwitz. And uh, it's 100 South Palm Canyon Drive. It's this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For more information, you can go to the Facebook page, LGBTQ History and Archives of the Desert. Thanks so much for being on the show today, David. Thanks for having me, and I hope to see you. Out and about this weekend. We will definitely see you at the exhibit. And um, have a great Palm Springs Pride, everybody. Be safe, be well. And we'll be back next week with another great show. You've been listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on Radio 111.